Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. Oh. Travis, how come I can't make comments? I don't know. I used to be able to put comments in uh when I see comments, but I can't uh I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, and, like, I can't do anything in the studio back here either. I used to be able to. I guess I had some rights that I don't have anymore where I could go out there and do stuff. Like, I, I had the uh, the setup back here where I could, like, make myself be the only person on, on camera and all that, you know, all the little window panes. Yeah, no, see, I have all that. I know. But I'm saying I think we all used to have it. Okay. It may be a stream yard thing. Because, like, last week, it would not let me log on for anything. Mm -hmm. Awful. But this week, I clicked two buttons just like I normally do, and it would, ba-boom, here you go. So, I don't know if they were fixing stuff or what. Okay, I see we're live, yeah. I was about to ask you if we were live, because Tom would only be on here by now. I went on a few minutes early. Well, I forgot it's Tom's birthday. Tom might not be here tonight. I forgot about that. Yeah. Tom may be out on the town. Mm-hmm. You can bet your bottom dog Tom probably smoking it up somewhere. Could be.
See if I'm doing a private chat. My private chat thing works. But uh, my comments doesn't. I, I don't have a, a keyboard. You can't just type something in the comments? Mm -mm. Like, see, I can do it in the private chat. I don't know where that went, but I just typed hello. Yeah, I just got that. Okay. So it must be coming to you. Mm -hmm. But that's what I'm saying. But when I do that little box down there at the bottom, I don't have a box like that when I go to comments. I don't know. Well, let me hit the theme music and we'll get started. Yep. Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. Ooh and Jay, they coming through. Straight no chaser. Straight from the hip. Straight from the hip, don't need no script, just need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that to keep this show on point. And when we're done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So with Will, sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, yo, let's get it poppin'. Hey, welcome to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell, coming to you live from the Imperial Palace on Black Mania. I had to explain to somebody today about Black Mania and, and uh, how the Wakandans came from here and all that. You would think that that'd just be common knowledge, Travis, stuff that they teach in schools. You know what I'm saying? Can you? No, I don't know what you're saying. Could you believe that this man did not know about the Black Manians and the Wakandas and and the orange, I mean, that ought to be, I think that's what they're doing. They're, I hear they're outlawing, teaching that stuff in schools. If I'm not mistaken, it's the Republicans. They're causing that from not being heard in schools and whatnot, is what I've been told. Have you been, do you understand that, Travis? No, I don't. <laughs> I have no comment on that. <laughs> oh, Travis is a hater. Boy, you are such a hater. I ain't never seen a hater like you. That's a damn shame. Straight hate. That's what that is. <laughs> Drinking that haterade. Well, I am trying to tell you. That's it. <laughs> anyway, what's going on, Chaz? How many people you give tickets to today, black people? What? How many black people you give tickets today? None. Come on, Travis. I didn't give anybody a ticket today. You know tickets today? No tickets today. Wow. Maybe tomorrow. You better be careful. You know, I mean, you, I know you got them quotas. You got to be. <laughs> the end of the year is coming up. There he is, That's Tom. Month, I mean. Hey, Tom. Happy birthday, Tom. Happy birthday. Tom, I would say happy birthday to you, but Travis is on my ass today. I can't even damn talk about black mania. He don't want to talk about it. You know, Travis' asshole get a little tight this time of the year when uh, the Bengals are like in the playoffs and favored to win and all this other old bull, bull donkey. 
then uh, you know, Travis uh Travis gets a little tight. He gets a little angry, upset. He he, you know, he don't he don't have a whole bunch of patience for me. Uh-huh. You know, I'm gonna tell it like it is. And uh and Travis mm-hmm. don't like when I tell it like it is. Absolutely. So, so you, forgive him, Tom. Everything you just said is absolutely fact. You know, I know Tom, forgive him if he's a little short with you tonight when you know you post this stuff. I told him, I said, you know, Tom probably gonna come on here lit. I said, I'm sure ain't nobody celebrating the birthday like Tom. So anyway, Tom is our number one fan. He's always here every week, um, always on time. And uh, so, like I said, uh, Tom, happy birthday. Uh, I'm going to try to get by there tomorrow and holler at you and uh, get my weekly bag of popcorn that I that I missed out on this week. Tom, give me a big old jumbo. Guys, that, that, that bag is about this long. Yep. And it's about that wide. And it's full of buttered popcorn. I mean, every kernel buttered for me just the way I like it. And I pour a little bit into a bowl every night and or a lot of bit into a bowl and heat it up and uh it, it's just it's just like the day he he it takes me about a week to eat all of it. But it's just like the day he made it every time. Okay. And when I tell you that's my favorite snack, I mean ain't ain't no ain't no better snack on the planet than that than that popcorn. Yep. So anyway, um real quickly we're gonna talk about a couple things. Irv is on his way and uh he'll be in there. We talk about the games and whatnot. I want I want to touch briefly, just to, uh, get your opinions, Travis, and you too, Tom, about uh about they they got Las Vegas has all the stuff now about where all these quarterbacks are going, like where will these quarterbacks wind up? And ironically, Tom, uh, they said that Lamar Jackson will most likely wind up in Atlanta. Uh, Travis, what do you think about that? Yeah, um, I heard that. I I actually heard that probably three or four weeks ago um, when kind of the initial Lamar probably isn't going to come back. Um, and Atlanta was, if not the first, you know, one of the first teams that was getting mentioned. Um, and if you think about it, it does kind of make sense, right? Um, offensively, they're, they're a run-based, you know, offense. Um, obviously, they had Marcus Mariota. You could plug Lamar Jackson in. Um, which is obviously a better version than Marcus Mariota. No. Um, and no. with Arthur Smith wants to run the ball, you know, that he wants to, you know, that's the type of offense he wants to do. Um, Lamar Jackson seems like a pretty decent fit. Um, and I actually, I think they probably have better weapons um, in the wide receiver, at least, uh, than what Baltimore has, right? So um, how well will it work? I don't know. Um, but I, I, I think, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I, I, I think if you had to say, where's your prediction? Where is Lamar Jackson going to end up? I would say Atlanta. And with Atlanta having a top 10 pick, you may be able to just kind of swap Lamar Jackson for a first rounder straight up and make that work. So um, the hard thing is, is the, the, the cap trying to get Uh-oh, that. Travis, we lost you. Oh, you're back now. We lost you for a second. Uh, trying to get it to work with the cap. Um, but but I'm sure they can figure that out. I I I, I totally disagree. Um, I know you do. And don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I hope that he comes to Atlanta because that, that Atlanta never win. Atlanta never get to the playoffs again. And uh, and so I'm hoping that he does come to Atlanta. But I mean that that's just that's just dumb to me to to try to bring him here. 
And I mean, you know, oh, hey, Miss Ham. Uh, and they talk a lot about, uh, you know, Atlanta being a black quarterback uh, type of a city and offense and all that. First of all, you know, I, I can tell you there's a lot of people praying and hoping that their families and friends and whoever don't get traded to Atlanta because this city eats up professional uh, ball players. I mean, just eats them up because they get so involved in all this other stuff going on around and whatnot. I mean, football is the last thing on their minds. And, you know, I, I talk about all the time about Magic City and this and that and the other, but, I mean, it just seems like that happens. I mean, that, that's what this city does. And Lamar uh, uh, Jackson being a, you know, a, a young uh, man and young African-American man and all the stuff on his shoulders and on his mind and all that, I don't want to see him in this city. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I mean, I know he's in Baltimore right now. Some might argue that Baltimore is a more rugged or whatever city and all that. I don't know about Baltimore. You know, I wish Irv was on here to attest about Baltimore and D.C. and all those cities up there. I know about Atlanta. I know about Atlanta. And, uh, you know, I, I prayed for years that Bradley Roby wouldn't wind up here because it's just too many distractions in this city. And I don't, I don't want to see Lamar Jackson here. And I don't think Lamar Jackson would be good here. And I think that Lamar Jackson needs to – I'm glad he's such a great runner and all that. But at some point in your career, you know, I mean, you, you're not trying to be that guy. You, I mean, run some. I know that's part of your arsenal. But also you have to throw the ball. And then, you know, you have to sit down somewhere because, it, you know, you're already on uh, thin ice as far as uh, your opportunities that you didn't, that you were lucky enough that you didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, it's just a matter of time. And, and that's what he's going through now with the injury that he has now. And I think that once you get an injury like that, it kind of, you know, wakes you up that, you know, this, this could be a daily thing going forward. Look at Tua. You know, look at, look at how many concussions Tua's had all of a sudden. Just bang, 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 bang. Just once once it starts, it seems to just keep going. And I don't want to see that happen to him. I mean, he, he's been way better than I thought he was ever going to be, you know, in the pros. He's um he's gotten to the point where he's gotten, but I just don't want to see a, a, him get hurt or or just a, a bad ending to a great story. He's been a great story all these years. I just don't want to see a bad ending to it. So I'm I'm all I'm all for him going somewhere else, just anywhere but Atlanta. Anywhere so if, you, if you had to, you know, here's a question, Coach, right? Today, January the, what is it, 20th? 25th. 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 Um, you got the crystal ball. Where do you think he's going to wind up playing week one of the NFL season next year? I think he's going to be back in Baltimore. I think really? they're going to fix it. I think they're going to find a way to keep him there. And, uh, and, I mean, you know, neither one of them will be happy. I think they'll have to pay a little bit more, but not not exactly what he wants. And so, like I said, neither one of them are going to be real happy. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that's where he belongs. I think that uh, – and I think it takes a, 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 a different kind of coach to be able to coach him. And I think Harbaugh's done a great job with that. You can't tell me nothing about no Arthur Smith or Arthur Blank, whatever his name is. I mean, at the end of the day, he ain't proving nothing to nobody. I mean, Harbaugh has proven that he can win with him in, in Baltimore. And they've done relatively well, you know, making the playoffs every year and doing all those things and all that. I mean, they haven't done I, anything in the playoffs, but they make it. I agree, but at least they make it. I mean, that's more than Dan Falcons can say. Um, Their asses ain't made it. 
Um, y'all, y'all, pardon me for a minute. Miss Peavy just stepped in, and uh, I'm gonna try to just maintain my decorum. Because I told her not to bring her ass on this show. Her or Mr. Peavy. And I hear you coming here talking about Falcons for life. There we go. Right on, right on cue, Mr. Peavy. We just talking about Lamar Jackson coming to be a Falcon. Travis thinks it's a great idea. I mean, conversely, I do not think it's a great idea. Shocker. I think uh, you know, Magic City gonna swallow that boy up whole. And and you know that, Mr. Peavy. Mr. Peavy, you know that. You know Magic City uh, tear Lamar Jackson up. So, so we'll before we move on to the Lamar Jack off the Lamar Jackson thing. So you you're saying Lamar Jackson to Baltimore? Do you think it's he's there because they slapped a franchise tag on him and he's basically forced there, or do you think they will actually get Harbaugh, some type of Harbaugh made it clear. On, Harbaugh made it clear that you know he, he put it out there to meeting everybody. We've got until this date to get this done. If we don't get it done, we're gonna put the franchise tag on him. Right. I don't think he'll play with the franchise tag. I don't think he will either. So, so like I said, I think they're going once again. Like I said earlier, I think that the two sides will find a way to get it done. Okay. So, and and I think that uh, it wouldn't shock me. I think that, and I, I think that would be beneficial to both of them. So that's what I'm looking at. I, I, I'm I'm hoping and praying that they do because, uh, like I said again, I think that's where he belongs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they've sold out and, and kind of built their team and their offense around him and whatnot. Absolutely, yep. And uh, I think that they'll be – and what they need to be looking at is it takes a long time to undo that. Yeah. So, it's you know, for them to say, hey, uh, we're going to bring in uh, Matt Stafford or or whoever, all these rumors that about these quarterbacks floating around and whatnot. But for them to try to bring in somebody else to, to – to do what he's been doing, you can't bring somebody else to do what he's doing. I mean, he's one of a kind. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, if, if Lamar's not the quarterback next year, then, yeah, they could have Tyler Huntley and nothing against Tyler Huntley. He's he's a backup, right? Um, he's a fine fine player, but he's a backup. That team would, would be bad for a few years, right? It would take a few years to rebuild that offense, especially if Lamar Jackson is not the quarterback. So Miss Peavy is a legend that she sent me uh, a video, but I can't find no video. So I ain't worried about Miss Peavy and no video. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Cause you got the wrong one, Miss Peavy. If you sending me video, I'm just gonna tell you that up front. But anyway, I can't wait till I find it though. I'm, hopefully I'll be able to share it with y'all. Some of y'all might have already seen it. Uh Mr. Peavy said if we got Lamar, he's good. Already got him, at, or he already got him a crib. Okay, Mr. Peavy already doing house hunting for Lamar Jackson. So that, that's that, that's another reason I don't want Lamar here. Because see, that's what happens. I, I, he becomes everybody's bro. You know, once he, you know, oh yeah, that's my bro. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, I got him. Come on, I'm gonna tell him to show you where to eat. Come on, I'm gonna show you where to, you know. I'm gonna show you where the club. No, see, that's that's why he doesn't need to be here. Because mm. just like what Mr. Peavy showing right there, we got Lamar. See that. See yep. that right there? We got Lamar. There you go. I know. I know. So, anyway, um, moving right along, it's not just Lamar that we're talking about. We're talking about also Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen with A-Rod, Travis? Yeah, I think he's definitely gone from the Packers. Um, Where's it going? The couch. I've heard some people say. The couch? Oh, you think he's going to just quit put it all together? Okay. I could, 
I I could see him retiring. I really could. I can't. I can't. He he's too arrogant for that. He way too arrogant for that. Uh, I'm thinking that a Rod. I can see him definitely leaving. Rumors are that he will not stay in the NFC. He I wants to go to the NFC. And I've heard I've heard the leading candidate of who everyone thinks he's going to go to. Everybody thinks he's going to the Raiders. I've heard and the I, Jets. I don't believe either one. I'm, I, I'm, I I damn sure don't believe the Jets. I damn. I mean, he he's too. I, I I just can't see him leaving Green Bay and going to the Jets. I just I think I think that you know if he like, again he's old it's the end of his career man go out there to Vegas where it's sunny and warm all the time instead of being in damn New York where it's gonna be cold and snowing and all that man that right. that's not where old quarterbacks go old quarterbacks head to like Tom Brady you know Tom Brady's out there in damn in 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 uh what you call it right now Tampa then he's probably gonna go to San Francisco or somewhere like that. He, I mean, you go go somewhere warm. Not be going no damn uh, New York. Real, real quick, Mister PV, I don't ever hate on you. I I got no problem with anything you say. He's not going to Dallas. Don't even start that. Like, not gonna happen. They're not gonna let Dak go. Ugh. I tell you what, my brother's a lifelong Dallas fan. My brother said that they need to let Dak go. They're not going to. He he said Dak has shown him that he can't do it. He can't. He can't get him there. And uh, here come Irv, just in time, right on cue. Big man Irv, what's up, Irv? Fellas, hey, what's going yes, on? Irv. Hello, Irv. I just uh, I'm trying to talk to Travis. He talking about uh, Lamar coming to uh, Atlanta. Can you hear us, Irv? Your your, your picture is freezing but up. I don't think y'all can hear me. I can hear I'm, you now. We can we're, hear. You. Okay, we can hear you though. We're good. He's doing right, something, cool, Trap. Cool. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Mr. Peavy and Miss Peavy. Oh my God, Mr. Peavy just—he just over the top. I mean, this joke talking about who—who who gonna back up Lamar? Is he talking about Dak being the backup Lamar? Oh, they, Mr. Peavy said Dak and Zeke are out. This is what is amazing to me. It's like all you count do all y'all get the newsletter from Jerry Jones or something because my brother said the exact same thing. He said he thinks it's time for Zeke and Dak to go. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, you know, uh, oh, he talking about Aaron Rodgers. He said Aaron Rodgers is gonna come to Dallas. Man, please, that ain't gonna happen. I can tell you that right now. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers and, and Jerry Jones? Not only that, I'm talking about a 2023 version of Aaron Rodgers yeah. who acts like he don't give a damn about anything or anybody. I mean, can you imagine him being being that guy around Jerry Jones? Good God almighty, no. That ain't going to happen. Them uh, <laughs> is talking about the same thing. Need to get rid of Zach and, Dak and Zeke. I, I, guys, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work out. I'm, and if Dak goes, where would he go? You're not. You're not gonna get four players for Dak and Zeke, Mister BV. I agree. You're you not sure gonna are. get one player for Zeke, and Zeke, you're not. You're Zeke's not gonna get. Out. You're not gonna get four for Dak. Uh, my brother. Now I don't keep up with this, but he told me that Zach or Zeke is is finally 
uh, willing to take less money. Yep, he came out and said that yesterday that in he's order, willing to take to a pay cut to stay with Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what he'll do. Actually, I think he's, he'll take a pay cut, and I think he'll he'll stay with Dallas for at least one for at least next year. I think he'll stay in Dallas for at least next year. Yeah, Mr. Peavy just put that in there. He put Mr. Peavy got it all. I'm telling you, they got a, they got a damn uh, losers uh, a losers newsletter they sent out or something <laughs> because uh, Mr. Peavy has it all. Coach, is it called the Lonesome Loser uh, newsletter? Miss Peavy says, oh, yeah. Have you heard of <laughs> They're playing that on all the radio stations in Dallas. Have you heard about the Lonesome Loser? Y'all the Lonesome Losers by far. Miss Peavy says, we as fans want them out. Not getting the job done. You got to go. Defense is good, and we have the offense weapons. But Zeke and Dak, oh man, she said they messing stuff up. I can't. I, it's a family show, Miss Peter. I can't. I can't be saying the exact quote you said. Only time I'm allowed to curse is by accident, you know, in an outburst. I can't read it like that, you know, the FCC watching and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm just guys. I, I'm just. Uh, and we'll get to all this in a minute. There you is. There you go, Irvin. Um, I had to dish the laptop. I hear you, but we'll we'll get to uh we'll get to some of this when we start talking about the games. But where where will Brady wind up? Anybody? What what do you think about that? Or what you th- where Brady gonna wind up? With the Dolphins? Oh man, that was quick. That didn't take no time. Why are you so sure about that? It's just it, it, too too many things. It's either the Dolphins or he's back in Tampa. Wow. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about him being back at Tampa. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think they need to run that back. We already seen what that looked like. They, they need to, he needs to move somewhere if if he's gonna play again. Now yeah. he would be the one I'd be I wouldn't put past just calling the quiz, Travis. I know. I, he, I, he I, more apt to me. I know. So. I could see I could see him retiring too, but I could again I could see I could see Aaron Rodgers doing it. Uh, Mr. Pete, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I, I got something for you on that. He said 49 will not win a Super Bowl this year. Sorry, Coach. Okay, we, we, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But, well, I, I know this, though. I know that they got a better chance than two other teams to win the Super Bowl. That's the Cowboys and the Falcons. So that should shut down the Peavy household right there. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Irv, uh, what, what do you think that uh, Tom Brady going to do? He said, what do I think he's going to do? Uh, yeah. At this point, he doesn't want to retire for another two, three years. The issue is trying to find a spot for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I was I was actually joking when I said Miami, but I. <sighs> I don't know that he would go to Miami. I think number Vegas. one, he, he'd be in the divi- same division with the Patriots. I don't think he wants that. Yeah, I don't but isn't that good. isn't that what all the old quarterbacks do? They go back to the division that they once played in to beat. Yes, I'm, I know that. Aaron, I know that uh, Brett Favre did that mess and whatnot, and and I, I know some of them do. But like I said, I don't. I don't know that that's. I, I'm not sure that would happen. I'm yeah, going I, I, Vegas. What'd you say, Travis? Raiders. Brady. Raiders. Vegas. I know Brady. Yeah, Brady. Yeah, Vegas. Brady to the Raiders. Okay, I yeah. say I might see Rodgers to the Raiders just to run it back with Devontae one time, but uh, I don't know about Rodgers and uh, or Brady and the Raiders. I don't know about that. 
That'd be that'd be interesting if it were to happen. But again, it's warm weather, so I can see him doing that. I don't I don't think he wants to go back to uh, any well, any place cold. Josh McDaniels being the head coach, he's got familiarity with him. So. Yeah, I agree. I can see that happening. <laughs> I hear you, Tom. Tom said for me to speak my mind. I can't I can't say too much of what Tom said. <laughs> uh, can't post it either. It's it's yeah. Tom's birthday, Irvin. It's Tom's oh, so, he, so he's showing his, he's showing Tom his butt is off lit. Today. I'm telling you right now, Tom is Tom probably been lit since about 1201. As soon as <laughs> hey Tom, I don't blame you. I was working with my <laughs> as soon as his lunch break started, he, he said, he said, I'm telling you right now. Uh, you know, you remember that old Richard Pryor joke about how I'm telling you right now, at 12 o'clock midnight, we're gonna pitch a bitch. Gonna be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, right now, it's 11.59. <laughs> but well, when 12 well, o'clock hit. <laughs> Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, moving right along, let's go ahead and go through these games so I can get get Irv. Yeah. Y'all had a good run. Oh, look. Y'all had a good run, the Jags. Yeah. Jags had a good run. Irvin had called it. They were going to have a good season. Um, I will say, looking at these games, there's one almost common denominator. Every team that scored less than 21, except for one game, lost. Every team, if you look at the Jags, the score was 27 to 20. Oh. The Giants and Eagles, 38 to 7. Bengals and uh, Bills, 27 to 10. Wow. And only outlier was 49ers won 19 to 12. Hmm. I mean, it, it, it was a bad game anyway, but 19 to 12. Neither team got to 21. But for some reason, I told y'all, you know, the, the magic number this, this year to me was 21 because there were too many teams not scoring 21 points. And it's hard to win in the NFL if your team doesn't score 21 points. I mean, you got to at least put up three touchdowns in four quarters. And if you don't, it's a man law violation. And it's going to be <laughs> a fine and a suspension and everything uh, when I take over. And it's coming. I, I'm going to give y'all more on that here later because uh, – Roger told me he ain't he ain't too many more years in here. And he's asking me if I'm ready. And uh only thing, only problem I'm having is he said I would have to move. Cause we had talked about before with me doing things right here. Huh? With me doing things. With me doing things right here on Black Mania. And so, like I said, that's that's why Travis is a hater. I mean, Travis is a hater. I tell you what, we are gonna get to the game. First game we're gonna talk about is uh the Bengals and the Bills. You know why? Because if that were me, and if I was the commissioner, that game wouldn't even happen. Because they got out there and all that cold and everything. And then because of that, you don't even get to see people perform the way that they would normally perform. And I blame the weather a lot on that game. Because of, uh, I, I, that's why I was so doggone messy and terrible. But go ahead, Travis. Uh, give your take on that game. We kicked the crap out of the Buffalo Bills, who everyone just, just said. Remember, just remember, you are on a, a talk show that, you know, <laughs> so you can't be using like we. I mean, who who the hell is we when you the say Cincinnati we? Cincinnati Bengals, oh, the Cincinnati my team, okay. the crap out of the Buffalo Bills, who everyone said was the best team. No, not the best team. Nobody said they were the best team. They said they were a better team. But nobody said they were the best team. 
If that you talk about the best team in the NFL, nobody said that. Who said that? A lot of people said that. Nobody on this show. Irv, did you say that? I said. I don't give a damn. Well, I didn't say they were the best team in the in the, in the, in, the, in the NFL. I just say they were the best team in the AFC. Cause I, I I'm I'm still hanging on for Kansas City myself. So I know I didn't say that. But go ahead, Travis. Anyway, um, the Bengals, my team, came into Buffalo and just yeah, killed them. You said that about eight times. What else? I'm I'm getting there. Okay. Joe Burrow started nine for nine with two touchdowns in the first two drives. Okay. Just took the life out of the Bills. And our defense made Josh Allen's day a living hell. And it was good. And we well, looked really good. In the snow, Burrow looked like it didn't phase him at all. And our offensive line was able to block. And if they play that good on Sunday, they're beating the Chiefs. Yeah. Burrow was unbelievable. He so he funny. he has surpassed Josh Allen as the second best quarterback in the NFL. It's so and funny that I've had to use this term, this phrase several times today that I got from Kendrick Perkins on first take. If if was a fifth, <laughs> we'd all be drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> Talk about if if we do this, if we do that, man. Like they said, that if boy. I mean, people throw that if out there. In a, I mean, in a heartbeat. You know who don't use that if? <laughs> Last thing I'll say is. Me say, if Jimmy G was this and did that and that, and if, if this shit, I'd be like, Jim G needs to step his game up. Ain't no way in the hell Jimmy G going to take us no damn Super Bowl. I'm not sitting up here saying, if Jimmy G could just do it, and, and if he could, and if, 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 a coach boot don't live by the if work. But go ahead, Travis. Last thing I'll say is I said it last year. I think we're going to go to the Super Bowl. I think we're going to go to the Super Bowl again this year. We match up great with Kansas City, and I, I got us. I got us winning, even without, even if Patrick Mahomes wasn't injured, I'd still pick us. But with him, with the injury that he's got, I think I think we beat Kansas City. We're going to the Super Bowl. Man, go ahead and talk about the game. We need to, we need to help Travis with his pronoun. We need to have a pronoun clinic for Travis. He used too many us's and we's and, and this kind of stuff. You're supposed to be objective. You should say the Bengals, you know, in Cincinnati and, uh, you know, the who they team, whatever. But it's always us and we and this. I mean, Travis had like he in the he in the, he in the locker room. <laughs> he had every practice. So, I mean, <laughs> so who said it first? Was it the Saints or the Bengals? What was that? Who they? Who that? Bengals. Well, one of them is who that. The other one is who they. Well, you, you, you can we be more original out here? First yeah. off, just so to answer the question, it was the Bengals that came up with the first. I don't know if we should of take course. the word. On. I don't of know if we should take your was. word on that one. We we of were doing who day in the eighties. Hey, you know, I'm just like I, I'm. Just ask me if I'm handsome or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Er? I don't know. I mean, what the hell do you think you was gonna get? Sure. Yeah, mean, that was that was a, a strong person. Oh, no. It was definitely the Saints. It was definitely the Saints that came up with it first. You that, that was what you wrong, thought you was gonna get her. That, that was the wrong person to ask. <laughs> That's it was. Yeah, exactly. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that was what bad. you think about that game? That miserable game. <sighs> it was funny because I seen the text, and as soon as it started snowing, you started going off. Here we go. Man, law already broken. 
I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> we, I'm trying to tell you. The game didn't even start. That snow, the, the I was game, miserable. The game didn't start. Hicko coach. Oh, it's already over. I'm not watching it. This ain't real football. It's snow not. coming down. It's <laughs> not. And already. I, this, this is what's so funny, Herb, and you got me down to a T. I'm going to tell you what I really hate is these, these football players out there who think they acting like they're some big man because they tear the sleeves off their jerseys and got their bare arms out. Nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> what is that? What is that supposed to be? You supposed to be a tough guy? You know, the other day, uh, the, the Seattle Seahawks were out there warming up and, uh, and with no shirts on. Uh, big old DK Metcalf was out there with no shirt on while he was warming up and, and whatnot. No shirt, no sleeves, no nothing. And, and it's damn like, you know, six degrees below zero. Like like they're trying to show somebody they're tough. That shows somebody you're stupid. I mean, that's all that does. I'd be like, that joke is retarded. I mean, I heard rumors that he's retarded. Now they're proving it. I mean, that's just dumb when you do stuff like that. That ain't that don't show nothing about no toughness. That's crazy. That's that's mm-hmm. that, that's that's delusional. That's stupid. So but anyway, go ahead with go ahead with your game survey of, of that game. Yeah, I uh, in my eyes, it showed who the real Josh Allen was. Mm, okay, I've been having issues with Josh Allen to this day. Like everybody says, he's this great quarterback. He's this. He's that. He's that. What has he done without Stephon Diggs? I hear you. It, and and he didn't look for Stephon Diggs all day on the weekend. And what happened? He, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I mean, Diggs Ooh. was in his face. Jason must be somewhere. I'm just being honest with you, man. Like, no, look at Jason in that chat, boy. You you are as good as your weapons. (laughs) And he only has one weapon and he didn't use it. Mm. True. Mm, mm, mm. Look, Joe Burrow wasn't stupid. Who got the who got the first touchdown? Jamar Chase. Who got the second touchdown? Hayden Hurst. Who got the third? Jamar. Jamar Chase. Yeah, I think well, I, I know he had two. Jamar had two, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like Boyd and Higgins are good receivers, but they ain't Jamar Chase. Hey, Wayne Ellison has a question. He said, "Is is Josh Allen a top five quarterback?" If you asking me, no. Ooh, I'm gonna ask you that, Travis. That's a great question, Wayne. That's a great question. Travis, is he a top five QB? Uh, Allen, is that the Josh question? Allen. I would probably say I, yes, yes. I, I'm I'm going to have to. Uh, this is one of the rare occasions. I'm gonna have to agree with Travis. I think he's a top five QB. I think he and, is. Um, because because I mean I mean they're just I mean obviously you know how I've I've said on this show many times the the QB market is just terrible anyway. Yeah. I mean you know I mean there there's Mahomes and there's you know, uh, a, a couple others, and then there's just oh, wow. boo-boo. I mean, just boo-boo after that. Um, so, but like I said, I think that Josh Allen, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he stunk it up the other night bad. I mean, the other day just really bad. But uh, but I, I would I would say he's a top-five quarterback. Um, okay. Jason said, the first documented use of the champ by the Saints was in a 1972 article by the Times – Whatever, I can't read that. I don't know what that word is. In 1979, Aaron Neville recorded a version of When the Saints Go Marching In. He added in the chant, 
Who that say they gonna beat them Saints? The chant in the song was actually said by Saints players. Mm. History. History. And that, listen, you ain't gonna get Jay. You 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 ain't never gonna win with Jason on them facts like that. Now I'm gonna tell you that right now. But uh, Travis, listen. We all know. I mean, I know you love your team. I know you want them to be first at everything, but they weren't first with that chant. Apparently not. Apparently that's not. What I'm about. It's okay. Man, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Jay. I love when Jay be just hitting it. Woo! Just hitting it. <laughs> he Jay said, oh, really? <laughs> Jay, don't be bad like this. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Jason heard that. Jay be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man, Jay Boy. All right, then let's, talk about, let's talk about your Jags and, and, and the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. We'll go ahead and go to that. Um, and you know, the Jags had a good run, and they made a game out of that one. I mean, yep. you know, everybody talks about what's the name being hurt, but I still think that the Jags did, did, did very well for themselves. And I'm not about having these, you know, emotional wins or, or losses or whatever. I'm, forget that crap. I'm just saying that the Jags played a good football game. Yep. And I mean, it's, it, they, I mean, they didn't embarrass themselves by any stretch of the imagination or anything like that. They kept it close. And uh, it, it, obviously, they're a young football team still. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is young. Uh, ATN, the running back is young. They're a young football team. The, the head coach is new now. They got a new coach and his first time. But I tell you what, I like Peterson. I like what he's doing. I like what he did there. And so, uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. So anyway, uh, what do you think, Travis? Talk to me about the Jags and the Chiefs. No, yeah, I, I was impressed by Jacksonville. Obviously, they didn't win, but I thought they showed out good. And let's face it, they were a fumble inside the five yard line <coughs> away from you know this game possibly going to overtime. Right? Like, if, if I don't remember who it was that fumbled, but one of the wide receivers doesn't fumble there, they're probably going to score mm -hmm. because. Kansas City was having a hard time stopping them um, defensively. And then it probably goes into overtime. And at that point, you got a banged up Mahomes against Trevor Lawrence, who was on fire at the time. You know, I think Kansas City might have been able to pull that off. But, you know, one fumble <laughs> really cost them that game um, in, in, in that second half. I, I was impressed with how close they were able to keep it. Okay. Irv, I'm going to let you have the last word on your team. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, like, after they lost to Washington that first game of the season, I just saw so many things that I was just like, thought that drop there, that drop there. They're going to be a solid team. Mm -hmm. Like, they had no business losing to Washington that first game of the season. Right. And I was just like, and, and we joked about it. I was just like, this team is going to be some very competitive. And every and I remember everybody looked at me like these are the Jaguars. What are you talking about? And I'm just like, I, I something just clicked. You saw something, yeah. You know yeah. how you you know how you saw that and you just said everybody looked at you like yeah. you were crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at you like you're crazy now. When I <laughs> ask you this, will the Jags make the uh, playoffs next year? I had to see what goes on in the off season. Too many things okay. happen. Okay. Uh, I, I think that in one of those major contracts they signed in the last couple of years is going to be out of there. I don't know who it's going to be. But I think they're going to make a couple of moves that's going to decide how next year is going to go. Um, you know, Lawrence is still on that rookie deal, so they can still spend some money. I agree. Who that's knows? Why, I mean, that's who, what I'm just saying. I'm just saying with, with the information that you have now, you know, do you feel that way? 
Because um, for all we know, something else could happen to ATN like last year. Yeah. Um, a key piece that they signed last year could could go down. Like Evan Ingram didn't have a full season with, yeah. with New York. He played a full season with Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Scherf. Ingram's on a one-year deal this year anyway, so I know he played right. spectacular. So you never know. A team could be like, oh, we'll pay you an extra $10 million. You leave the Jags and you come to us. And he could just like, buy, like I'm taking yeah. the money. And, and now they don't have a tight end, right? Like, says it's the organization. They do this every every couple of years, and then they gut their roster. So that that's yeah. Wayne's take on Miss Peavy says, uh, I'm not sure where Jason got his info, <laughs> he started the chant in 1980 as Who Day, and the Saints started Who Dat in 83. Now, that's Miss Peavy's take on it. Now, only thing I'll say to that is Miss Peavy is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that lets you know right there that there's something distorted about her way of thinking. Oh, okay. So, so that, I'm, I'm just going to have to put that in a Jason, like myself. Very, very mild-mannered 49ers fan. Not really a fan. No, There's no fanaticism in what we do, the way we think and whatnot. So you can either believe that or you can believe Miss Peavy, who thought that the uh, the, the uh, Dallas Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl this year. So anyway, moving right along. Uh, Coach. Herb, that was a good call, though, that you made this year. Yes, sir, Travis. Um, With the Mahomes situation, his injury. Yeah. They're saying a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Right. Haven't given a grade. Haven't heard haven't heard about a grade. Uh, you know, grade one, grade two, grade three. But as someone who obviously played, you know, the sport at a high level, what's what realistically is he gonna be able to do, if anything, you know, on Sunday with a with a high ankle sprain in seven days, right? So yeah. let, what, let me what's let me. that? What's that? Let me uh let me hip everybody something because uh that that's a good question, Travis. And I and I played this game for a long time. I've had doctors tell me that it's better to have a broken leg than a high ankle sprain. I mean, they say the high ankle sprain is one of the worst injuries that you can have. Now, understand this too. We are today in a state where uh there's actually a doctor, and I won't I won't mention his name or whatnot, that he's a friend of mine here in, in Gwinnett County and works out of Gwinnett County. A couple years ago, Ante DeCumpo had a sprained ankle. Nobody thought he was gonna come back in the in the best of seven series, Irv. I think got hurt in game two yeah. or something like that. And everybody said, Oh, he's done. High ankle sprain, ain't no way he can recover. He went up there and got some uh gave this guy some stem cell treatments, and Ante DeCumpo was able to recuperate. And, and come back in order to play, and then they wound up winning the NBA championship. So I'm just saying to you guys, medicine has come such a, a, a long way that you can just about heal guys almost overnight now, you know, through stem cells and other things they do because everybody hears stem cells and they say, oh, yeah, well, they only use that when it's some kind of grave emergency. No, that, that's become a part of everyday medicine if you got the money to pay for it. If you got the money to pay for a doctor comes down there and shoots you up with what they call go-go juice, and it helps your cells regenerate quicker and faster and everything else. So I saw Mahomes the other day say he's hoping to be 100% by by Sunday. Yep, I heard that too. And I guarantee his ass is getting some go-go juice if that's what he's doing to get it there. In that so, shot. In a shot in his ass. 
Uh, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, the bottom line is, is that they can do things th these days that were, that were never thought of. I, I met a lady. Uh, we had our grand opening at the gym that I'm part of uh, this, this weekend. This lady has a portable uh, cryo machine where she can just do cryotherapy just on your shoulder. So she can actually spray that, that CO2 or whatever and get your shoulder down to two degrees or whatever it is they get it down to. And then all the blood rushes there to, you know, regenerate that thing. And then she can uh, stop it and, and, and let it thaw out or whatever, just like you normally do in your whole body. Hmm. So instead of going in there and getting in a whole chamber, she said by just freezing that certain part of you, it allows that part to get, you know, all the blood rushes there because anytime something starts to freeze, the blood rushes to it in your body. And that's the way you get like, you know, the blood is more purified and all that since it's all going there at one time, yada, yada, yada. So she was explaining the science behind it. But at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to say to you. There have been so many medical breakthroughs that there are guys who can get past sprains and strains and all of these kind of things like that. In, in, in no time these days. So if you see Mahomes out there running around on Saturday or Sunday, be like, oh, he was faking. He just tried to make them think that he was hurt. No. no I, he's obviously hurt. I'm yeah. just telling you. I mean, I could very well see him being, if not at 100%, at least 90%. By, by and, and to me, 90% of Patrick Mahomes is better than 120% of most of the rest of the league in, in, in a game. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about like the Joe Burrows and some of those guys, but I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes at 90% is going to be a dangerous guy yeah. to have to contend with. So, but like I said, I'm just saying that there, there have been a lot, you know, from when I played and when I was in there and things like that, there's been so many advances to medicine that I could very well see him back. I mean, just, just where you could hardly even tell that he was hurt with a high ankle sprain the week before. Okay. So, all right, moving right along, because I know we're about to run out of time, and I definitely want to get to a couple points on here, because uh, we definitely got to get to this other game. Uh, Giants and Eagles. I mean, much to say. I mean, the Giants were the Giants. I don't know why anybody ever ever doubted or thought that the Giants were going to put up a fight. Um, I, I mean, to think that somebody might have bet money on the Giants in a game like that is it, scary to me, but I'm sure there's some people out there who did. I'm sure they are. Uh, what do you think, Travis? <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You know, the Eagles are definitely the better team all year. They showed it in this game. Um, I think we're all, you know, looking back a little shocked at how far the Giants got this year. Um, so they got something to build on. Their head coach probably should win coach of the year. Um, Dayball should. Um, and, and and so good season for them. But the Eagles are the better team, and then they moved on. Okay, I'm, I, and I'm 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 gonna check you on that. Why you say Dayball should be the coach of the year? I mean, you ain't the only one. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I'm I'm curious as to why. Because why why wouldn't it be Andy Reid? I mean, goddamn, this this their this their ninth time going to the damn championship game in four years. I mean, it's right. just crazy. I mean, how many people can do that? How many so, people can get back year after year after year? I understand. So I mean, I'm reason, just saying. I, mean, I don't. I don't know why everybody acts like. I, he's, I'll he's tell you my guy. reason. Come on. 
So my reason is when I think of like coach of the year, most improved player of the year, something like that, I look at what were the expectations going into the season? Were you able to reach and exceed them? And Dayball with the Giants was able to do that, right? Like, yes, Andy Reid's a spectacular coach, and they've had a good, great year. They're in the AFC Championship game, could possibly make a Super Bowl. But they, like you said, Coach, they did that last year. They did that the year before. Like, that's kind of the expectation. While Dayball, they were projected to win, you know, six, seven games this year, and they made the playoffs, won a playoff game. And to mm-hmm. me, like, they ex- extremely exceeded expectations, and that's why I would give it to him. Okay, but let me just let me let me just keep that train of thought you have. So Kirby Smart just won a second championship. Right. So if Georgia goes back and wins a third one, you should you would give it to uh Clark Lee at Vanderbilt if Vanderbilt won six games because they expected to win zero. Yeah. I mean that's Not what I'm six. saying. I mean I, I'm Not just six like games? No. Okay, well if they won eight games, I mean at what point do you say, damn, Kirby Smart has won three damn national championships in a row. I'm or is it just that, yeah, but he was expected to win again. I mean, so therefore you can't really give him any credit for it because yeah, he but, was expected to do that anyway. But coach, the players, you know, the, the, the roster discrepancy that the Chiefs have over the Giants, I think we'd all agree that the Chiefs have a, have a better roster up to, de- you know, top to bottom than what the Giants do. So but you is kind of expect fault? the Giants. I know, but is it, is, it, is, is it their fault that they got a great front office? Who, who it, It's like saying that no, Alabama. No, it's not. No, it's not. Alabama and Georgia, year, the Giants they have, they have great teams because of their recruiting. No, I get it. But the Giants mm-hmm. overachieved this year. And so you have – I think you reward, you know, the team that, that overachieved. Okay. Compared so, to the team that's there every single year that you expect them to do. I'm not saying they had a bad year, but when you got a guy that completely overachieved like like Brian Dayball and the Giants do, you reward him for that. Okay, so so why isn't it uh uh Peterson for 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 Jacksonville? Did yeah. they not overachieve? No, they they absolutely did. They absolutely didn't. I wouldn't have a problem with Peterson either. I'm not saying yeah. Peterson shouldn't be up there, but I me personally, mm-hmm. I would give it to Dayball. Okay. But I think Peterson's a candidate absolutely. Or what you think? I might go Peterson over Dayball, though. Okay. Because you got to think about it. The Jags had top four picks how many years in a row? Right. They looked how crazy last year? Pretty bad. At least the Giants had, what, five, six wins last year? I mean, the Jags were pretty much a team that wasn't even coached last year. I mean, you know, that mess happened with Urban Meyer. And then they they drug somebody up there to be the stand-in coach or whatever, and and then they they basically went uncoached for a year. Yeah. Like the, this is a team that basically had players mm-hmm. like Jalen Ramsey was ready to get out of there. Yeah, right. Calais Campbell got it. Calais yeah. Campbell was by far one of the nicest guys in the league. Yeah, couldn't stand being there. Yep. That's the type of organization that they were right at the time. Right. And for them to not only make the playoffs, but actually win a game and and drag mm-hmm. Kansas City down to one of the last plays, by far. I, 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 I mean, my whole thing is, is that even going with your rationale, Travis, and you're not the only one. I've heard many people on TV just throwing it out there. Oh, Brian Davis, it's him for a fact. True. I mean, hands down. I'm just like, okay, why? I mean, I mean, give me, give me, because like I said, I can make an argument for several teams I felt like. 
I also think the turnaround that Daniel Jones had this year, right? He was a guy that going into the season between the last few years, people were like, oh, this guy's a bust. Like, Mm -hmm. he shouldn't be playing. And now, after the year that he had under his first year with Dayball, it's, damn, should the Giants, you know, pay this guy because his contract's coming up because he could be the quarterback of the future, right? So, you know, not only did he, you know, bring the team to the, you know, relevancy, but a quarterback went from nobody wanted to he's going to get paid this year, right? That, no, that's a little like, as well. Sounds kind of like Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence was headed down that road of being a bust too. And no one was calling him a bust at the end of last year because it that's was not his rookie year. That's not true. That's not true, Travis. I'm telling you right now, there were a lot of people questioning because, look, Trevor Lawrence had come out with – with everything. I mean, he I won on, at Clemson. He done all that stuff. They were talking about how he was a generational talent yep. and all that. There were a lot of people calling for him saying, you know, he, he better hurry up and do something because nobody's seeing anything about him that says generational talent. Hurry and up he, and do something that, is not your bust. He had this year, that's crazy. Hurry up and do something is not your bust, though. No one was giving up on Trevor Lawrence after one rookie season. That no comes one. right after. That comes right after you. you you're a, you're a bust. That's what comes right after. You better. But they were saying that about Daniel Jones. Is you're a bust. They they had already gotten to that step with Daniel Jones, and now he's up for a contract. and And there are teams that are going to be willing to pay him if not the, if the Giants aren't going to. Yeah, I, I I say Daniel Jones will be out of league in two years. Quote me on that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mark Mark. Yeah. He'll be a backup. So he'll be out of the league in two years. He'll be a backup. Oh, yeah, he'll be a backup. I mean, he won't be playing nowhere. He won't be starting for nobody. He'll be changed. Watch and see what I tell you. Just just like watch. Just watch. I guarantee his ass will be gone in two years. Chase Daniel 2.0. Ain't nobody riding him no big ass contract. I can tell you that right now. Nobody with some sense. Now I won't say nobody, because like I said, there's somebody will do it. Uh, hell, Washington will do it. Oh, whoa, whoa, time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> this, is the, this, is, this is a show that we talk about the Falcons here. Leave my team alone now. I can see the Falcons doing it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they did it last year with Mariota. Jason said Travis is right. Nobody's ready to give up on Lawrence yet. I didn't say that. I said that that would be the next thing, just like everybody else. Yeah, he got a pass. You're right, Jay. I agree with you on that. He got a pass. He got a pass. But my thing was, my thing is, is that <laughs> – I saw many of, of uh, people talking about how, you know, for Trevor Lawrence to uh, be a generational talent and all that they said he was going to be and blah, 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 blah. And that boy went from from uh, from from uh, SHIT to sugar this year. I mean, they they now he out there looking like a doggone seasoned quarterback in, in year two just by changing out a coach. And, and that's that's crazy to me. Did- so. Anyway, coach, what? I know we got to move on from the top, but they didn't just ch- the, the Jags didn't just change out the coach. They brought in off almost an entire new offensive line this year that they paid for, and they brought in multiple free agent wide receivers. So it's not like it was just you know a second year. They did bring in talent. I'm not taking anything away from Trevor Lawrence. Yes, you are, but you but you won't say that about Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow's ass has the three best wide receivers in the league. And you act like Joe Burrow's ass has has damn flowers coming out of it when he goes to the bathroom. So Joe you Burrow act like has, Joe Burrow is all that, 
and don't say nothing about his receivers and Joe Mixon and that offensive line they got. It's, oh, yeah. it's Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, yeah. Joe Burrow. That's Coach. all you talk about. Coach, the, yeah. we have four offensive linemen right now that are backups. Uh-huh. Okay, so – He's doing this with with four out of the five offensive linemen are backups, and he's also doing it with the best three three best receiving ten uh uh in in the league. Absolutely, you're right. They are the three best wide receivers. He also has one of the the top five worst offensive line in the league. Okay, well, tell me how the running back is making all getting all them yards with no blocking. Joe Mixon's a good running back. Mixon, oh, I know he is. Yeah, you damn right he is. So okay. that's what I'm saying. So Joe Burrows has by far the best supporting cast of any other quarterback in the league. Tell me somebody who has a better supporting cast. Than the Bengals? Yeah. I don't no, know if Jeff, I can. Than, 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 the, than the Cleveland Browns. Of course the Bengals. I don't know if I can. But I know I, you can. Uh, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. If, if you're going to say that about them, then you can't talk about them. Joe Burrow's acting like he's a, the greatest thing, the best quarterback in the league or this or that and all this other stuff. Because, shit, if you got all that, then you should be the best quarterback in the league. I mean, if you can hand the ball to a running back, he can get them eight yards a, a clip. I mean, yeah, it's, it's easy yeah, to hit two yards on second down to get a first down. Nobody's blocking for him, though. <clears throat> oh, so Joe Mixon just running and nobody's blocking for him. I'm talking about Burrow. Do you believe that? Do you really believe Joe Mixon's getting all these yards and nobody's blocking for him? Joe Mixon's ass better be getting the damn – if I was Joe Mixon, I would be like, I'm not playing next year unless I get the same amount of money that damn Joe Burrows gets. That's right. what my ass is. Nobody's blocking for me. I watched the radio show the other night, and that joke said nobody's blocking for me. Y'all need to damn triple my contract if nobody's blocking me. You sound like a crazy man, Travis. What is that? You crazy as hell. Anyway, let's get to this last game. Cowboys, <laughs> I, I need to get to a point on here. And I'm telling y'all right now, y'all better not go nowhere. Because we about to get down to the nitty-gritty on this right here. I'm tired of this thing about the Cowboys and Dak and all this other stuff. Listen to me. Did anybody see the play? They keep on talking about that last play of the game. There was the crazy-ass play. Where, you know, they did all that and lined up in that. They tried to line up in a, in a formation that I run called Polecat. A lot of people from the South know what Polecat is. You put a lineman and a receiver and a back out on one number. On the other number, you put the exact same thing. You put your tackle with the receiver and a running back stacked behind him. In the middle of the field, you're supposed to put the other five players, the center, the two guards, the quarterback, and a running back behind there. And then, depending upon how they line up, you throw the ball to the left, throw the ball to the right, run the ball up the middle, do whatever. Okay, the, the formation is known as polecat. They blew that. That's not what I'm talking about. The the snapper two before that, do you remember when Zach, Dak Prescott ran backwards and almost got sacked in the end zone? Do you remember the look on his face when, when you saw him? I mean, dude, that, that look to me was everything because he looked like he was terrified. He looked like he was scared. And and that that's what I'm alluding to. When I talk about whether or not I think Dak Prescott can take them to a Super Bowl, that look was not the look of somebody confident. It looked like he was scared and looked like he was lost. And that's what I'm talking about as far as Dak Prescott taking me, take me off this Travis and put uh, put y'all back on here. Did, did y'all see that, Irv? 
Yeah. I'm talking about the play before that. We almost got sacked in the end zone. That was as telling of a play. I was like, what is he doing? I mean, the game almost ended by him getting sacked. Should have been. Somebody uh, missed a tackle, but he should have been sacked in the end zone for the last play of the game. And that would have just been – that would have definitely been the end of his career. Miss Peavy, did you see that? Yeah. She she going she gonna to act like she didn't see it. She going to act like she didn't see it. We also she saw, she saw, but I'm just saying she. I said he can't take them to a Super Bowl, and she's saying he can't take them. That's why he needs to go. And my brother had the same sentiment this morning. My brother is by far the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan ever, and uh, and he was just all distraught and whatnot. But she said she did see that play, and if you saw the look on his face, it was disturbing to me. Especially if I'm the owner or the or the GM or anybody, he looked like he was lost. He didn't look like. Hey, y'all relax. I got this. I'm, I'm going to take us down the field. We're going to score this touchdown, win this game. Shit. Dude, he was like, what have we done? That, that was a look on his face. Like, oh, my God, what have we done? We should have won this game. And he just looked like, like, like a deer in the headlights. So that's my whole thing about Dak. And, 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 again, I've always been a Dak fan, even though I'm a Cowboy hater. I try to root for some of these kids, especially if they're SEC kids and all that other kind of stuff. And I've been a Dak fan. That is, that is the one time when I looked at him like, oh, my God, Dak is not going to be the guy. I mean, he didn't look like it. Now, he jumped out front as soon as the game was over, took all the fault, took all the blame. It was all on me. You can't do that. You can't do this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I get it. But he did all that before the media did. Ms. B said, I don't know your brother, but I can already tell you I like him more. Then I do. That's fine, you, Mister. You you need you should like him more. You like me, cause don't know about <laughs> And I like it. Now. I don't. I don't really like it when people like. Me. I'm uncomfortable when somebody says they like me. So that's good. Anyway, Irv, what do you think? What do you think about the Cowboys and that? I I just hate to say it, but I, I told you so. Like the the Cowboys will never win. They're just gonna get to the same point. Okay, <laughs> they got to the second round. Who cares? They're not gonna win. They the had you tell me now. You told you told some I knew that already. You didn't have to tell me that. Listen, you, I mean you might have told Miss Peavy that. <laughs> but, but, you know. Every year they get these cupcake schedules that boost up their record, mm-hmm. and then they'll end up playing against a team who shouldn't even be in the playoffs because Tampa Bay had a losing record. And they'll beat them. And then we're like, oh, Dallas, here we come. And then they play a good team and they get smoked. And then all of a sudden everybody's surprised. Like can we remember the last time Dallas beat a good team? Jared Jones has it in his in his contract as being America's team. They get them cupcake schedule. That part of that. That part. Of, I, I saw that now. That, that's when they were considering me to be the new uh, uh, commissioner of the league. They showed me all that stuff. Okay. So that's what that is. What do you think, Travis? And we all know Steelers is America's team. <laughs> Travis, yeah. what you think? No, yeah, it, it's um. It's interesting with Dallas, right? Like, you look at that team and just on paper you go, they should be pretty good, right? Just player for player. And then you, you see them play and it's like, what are they missing, right? Like, every year it seems to be something. And, you know, if you take that, I don't think they will get rid of Dak. Um, I think if you get rid of Dak, you basically are saying we're going to start over. Um, and I don't think Jerry Jones is willing to do that, especially this late in his ownership career. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know the best terms to say for that, but I, I don't think he's going to do that. 
Um, but it just seems like there's something missing every single year. Have you um, ever heard, Jeff, have you ever heard that definition of insanity? It's yep. where you continue to do the same things over and over again, and you expect a different outcome. I mean, that's that's what keeping Dak is, is to me. It's insanity if you think it's going to be any different next year. I know. But I, mean, I think that way. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, to me, the, the Cowboys have become this. They have become that NFL franchise who is going to put a put a product on the field that's, uh, that's going to make everybody happy. You know, they got all the window dressing and all that stuff to be a great football team or whatever. But like you said, at the end of the day, just like Stephen A. says on TV all the time, you know what the outcome is going to be. When it gets down to the nitty-gritty, Er said a few minutes ago, they are going to lose every time. They are going to let you down every time. And everybody got this pie in the sky. Yes, this is our year. Uh, we won 10 games. We won 12 games. Whatever the hell it was, whatever, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes down to that game, like it was the other day, you'll get the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't see Dak being any different next year. I know, yeah, he'll train and he'll he'll be on social media putting out a training video and he's he's gonna climb uh Mount Vesuvius or whatever with with a with with a, a a kid with a broke leg on his back and all this stuff. You get all this hype and blow up about how good they're gonna be this year, and then you get the same thing. I mean, it's gonna be the same thing. And I'm just saying, I mean, it's like, I don't, when, when, let me ask you something, Ms. Peavy. I need Ms. Peavy to answer this for me. When do you just say enough is enough and then give up? See, I gave up on a long time ago. Uh, Jerry Jones hired Barry Switzer and fired Jimmy Johnson. My ass was out. I'm like, I'm <laughs> I'm out. So, Ms. Peavy, for you, what is it that will you say, I am done? I said it the other day about the 49ers. I said, if the 49ers draft Mac Jones to be on this team, I'm out from Alabama. What is that name, draft? Mac Jones, what's his name? Yep, Mac Jones. I Mac said, if the 49ers, said it was their pick, and everybody was speculating they were going to draft. And I said, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling America right now, if the 49ers draft Mac Jones, I'm done. I'm yeah. done with them. Jason screen so saved the text. Say what now? Jason has screen saved the text. He was ready right. to put it on you. Yep. <laughs> Screen say what? Tell <laughs> from the group chat because you said yeah. if, if, if it happens, I'm done. I, I don't. I did. I said they draft his ass. I promise you, I will never ever be Miss Peavy. What has what has to happen for you to get that as a cowboy fan? Because a cowboy fan like cockroaches, they're gonna be around forever. I mean, they 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 just. You you can put a bomb. Say all the cowboy fans come into this building right here and and do anything, but it's always gonna be some cowboy fans, always. And I don't get that. Why do y'all put up with that? I won't ever give up. That shit. Thank you. That shit. That's, That's the right answer, Miss PV. That's my girl right there. It is. That it is, is the right fan. answer. For a fan, it is. For a fan. And That's what, well, Coach. You asked the question. Hold That's on. Not a good Hold word. on. I just you want y'all to know that the word fan, the word fan is in fanatic. It's not a good thing. That's not you a good the word. question, and that is the right answer. I'll never give up on my team. That's I a know, true fan. Because that, that shows that shows that, like I said, that's insanity. We use the word fanatic. That's like insanity. That means that it, you can do anything, anything, anything. You you can have a 
uh, Jerry Jones trying to be the coach and the GM and all this other stuff, all this old foolishness, all of that, all this hype, 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 this, that, the other, and you fall for it every time, and you there it is right there. Jake, screenshot that. Ooh, <laughs> I will ever get put, – put that out there, Travis, so I can see it on the big screen. I need to see that on the big screen for Miss Peavy. I won't ever give up on them. That was my dad's team, and I've been a fan since I was young. See, that's that's what it is right there. And oh, oh my Lord. God. Oh, Lord. God, dog, Mr. Peavy, you just – Travis, turn the show off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when the hat come off, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Ooh, good God almighty, Mr. Peavy. <laughs> I can't believe you even put that up there. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. But, we'll send we'll send a shrink to your house. That's just crazy to me that there's nothing that they can do because that means they got you. I mean, even Stephen A. said the other day, I'm not the other day, probably two years ago, it was talking about basketball. Actually, he said the only way that this man is going to do right by y'all, and they said they did. They said about your your owner too, uh, the the commander's owner, is the patrons need to stop going to the games because that's the only way you're going to be able to send this man a message. And I think it was the Knicks. Yeah, it was the Knicks. He was talking oh, about Dolan. He said, y'all need to stop going to the games. And yeah. if y'all would stop going to the games, that's the only way he, that joke is going to change. And to me, it's the same thing. But but they, they'll never do that in Dallas. Because when going to a Cowboys game is it, more like going to a, uh, a a presentation. You know, it's not like you're going to the game. Really, don't go to the game for the game. It's just to go to the game for, like, the, the pageantry and the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and and all this pie in the sky, pie up your behind stuff. And, and that, that's what the games are about. It's a bunch of fluff. But the product on the field ain't getting the job done. Not, not in terms of championships, not in terms of, you know, even, even getting to the next round per se, making the playoffs. Dude, this league is so weak, you should you should make the playoffs every year. Any any decent team can make the playoffs every year. Every year. Oh, let's see here. Mr. Peavy said, you remember Starbucks? I know. I'm with you. Miss Peavy, I was a fan back then. I was Roger Starbuck. was my guy. Roger Starbuck, Danny White. I, I can tell you just about the whole roster that they had. Uh, Calvin Hill. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, Tony Hill. Uh, Bob Hayes. I, all them guys. Tony Dorsett. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you. I used to be there. But then I had to wake up. And, and, and the firing for me, that's what I want to see if you had that moment like I had. Just like Marvel can tell them black bad is <laughs> Put that up there, Try to put up there what Jason put up there. <laughs> oh, oh, put that up there, Travis. James, Jason said <laughs> Just like Marvel can tell it. <laughs> Terrible. I'm with you, Jay. I'm with you. <laughs> Terrible, man. Terrible. Oh, Jay, they didn't see that episode where that black man was really Captain America, and then people didn't like that. <laughs> Terrible. Never. They are my teeth, Miss Peavy. Mwah. Mwah. That's why I love you, Miss Peavy. I love you. Boy, I tell you what, Lord, that person. Good God Almighty. <laughs> anyway, 
Folks, it's time for us again. I'm going to say this too real quick. Y'all know I'm a 49ers fan. I don't believe the 49ers going to win the Super Bowl. Y'all mind telling me. I mean, I just don't think that Brock Purdy can, can lead them there. I mean, I don't. And I think that Brock Purdy is, is kind of just in a zone right now. But I just – I don't know that he can maintain that and keep that, you know, to be a and, – and I do believe that uh, – I believe the Cincinnati is probably on paper the best team right now. And so, like I said, I, I mean, this should be a good game, but I, I don't think that uh, Kansas City has enough. To I be. agree. So, like I said, if oh, you we know you agree, Travis. I mean, what like what do you, even if you didn't believe you, you just said you're a fanatic. You're gonna believe in it anyway. But like I said, at the end of the day, I'm being an analyst. That's why I hate the Bengals. But I can tell you that I think that they've got enough to beat the Chiefs and go to the Super Bowl. And I'm not sure either one of the teams in the NFC. Can can beat them in the Super Bowl either. I mean, I think that, like I said, if if it comes down to it, I think that uh, I know the Eagles do look strong, Mr. PB, and I do agree. Um, Mr. PB, I'm gonna give you my thoughts on that. If if I don't do it today, I'll do it uh, next week on this show. I'm gonna find out what you sent me on that on that messenger. But anyway, folks, it's a little bit late. It's nine fourteen. We got to get out of here. Travis Irv, I appreciate y'all for being on the show, Miss PB, Mr. PB. Who is that new guy on here? I don't think oh, I Wayne. Know. Wayne is my boy. Wayne, hey Wayne, we appreciate you, Wayne Ellison, for being on here. Uh, once again, happy birthday to uh, our number one fan, uh, Tom. Tom was on here, and uh, Tom's a great guy, and we we wish him many, many more. And uh, folks, we'll see y'all next week, Wednesday night again, same bat time, same bat channel. I should say, same black time, same black channel. You know what I'm talking about? Black man in the building. I right, will talk to y'all later. Good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the hip. <laughs> Lord bless it. <laughs> haters. Y'all are haters.